alone with Jesus is so important. I didn't know that you could get married and just have a whole lot of dang fun. When you nurture your marriage, the butterflies, they come back. Men are designed to be givers and women are designed to receive. The woman was the creation finale. Hey friend, welcome back. Today we're gonna to talk about systems. I can be militant because I like order. I don't like chaos, which is really funny since I have 11 kids, right? But the truth is we all like order and peace. And if there's not some type of system in place, we either get grouchy or I get militant. And I'm gonna share with you kind of the highlights of the course that I wrote for mamas, my life's work in a little bitty package for you because most of the things I've learned, I've learned through sweat and tears and pain and dying to myself and all of those things. So um, I just read this quote. It says, it's about a mama. It's a girl talking about her mom. It says, I've got her spirit. She's got my back. When I get older, I want to be just like that. I want my kids, my girls to know that I've got their back and I want them to want my spirit. I don't want them to think, goodness gracious, I don't want to be like my mom. She's she's angry and she's militant and she's never joyful. She's always mad. It's always about keeping the house clean. That's not the legacy I want to leave, even though I like a clean house, even though I like order. I want that and I want to have a joyful spirit that draws my family to me. I want to live the kind of life that makes my boys think, I want to find a wife like my mom, you know? It takes a lot of dying to myself to get there, to be honest with you, because my sin nature, my natural tendency is to fuss and to snap and to say what I think. <laughs> I really fight against that. I find that when I have certain systems in place, it helps me to have more peace and joy and to be easier to be with, to be calmer, to draw my family to me. I like to spend time giggling and laughing. Last night, my teenage, one of my teenage sons came and sat on the end of our bed and my husband and I were, we were tired. It had been a long day, but you know, what is it? Teens like to talk at night. They come to life at night. Even though I was tired, I had so much joy in the fact that he was coming to us to talk through things that were hard for him, to bounce around thoughts in his mind, to look for hope for his future and direction. And um, that wouldn't happen if I was always fussing, if I had chosen to never grow, <laughs> to at one point say. Having a relationship with my kids and my husband is more important to me than the house always being in order, than everything always going my way. And this work that I've been called to at home is good. It's not too much. It's not overwhelming. It's good. It's something that God's called me to. But negative mom culture says, it's too hard. You need help. They require too much. It's overwhelming. You know, put them in school, put them in daycare. You know, negative mom culture pushes children and family away from the woman saying, it's too much. But God says, no, it's not. <laughs> this is a good work I've called you to, and I will equip you to that which I've called you to. God is faithful for that, and it's not. So I just want to encourage you that you're up for the task. This isn't too hard for you. You, like me, probably, possibly struggle with being impatient when things are out of order. I don't know. Maybe you don't, but that's me. So what I've learned is that the Lord is enough. And that what I think on determines how the moment goes. And if I say I am overwhelmed, then I feel this 
big wet hot blanket come lay on top of my soul and then I go into self-pity and then I'm mad at my husband I am overwhelmed I need help and I spiral into being mad at everybody around me so I'm not overwhelmed I am surrounded with blessings you are not overwhelmed unless you choose to be overwhelmed I'm right with you you're not overwhelmed it's not too much you've got this I believe in you We are in this together in our own homes, working to build beautiful lives with our families. Let me talk to you about some of these systems that have helped me. First and foremost, taking care of my inner self, taking care of my spirit and nurturing my soul with spending time alone with the Lord and journaling on a daily basis. Just finding time to do that first thing in the morning has been a lifeline to me. I walk through in my course the entire week, there are five videos on what that looks like for me personally in my home. That is, I start with that because it is the foundation to everything else in my life. If I'm not in communication with the Lord, if I'm not in the word, I personally don't have peace and I feel a little bit lost, like not sure about my decisions or I make bad decisions and then I'll I'll find that I even hold grudges against people if I've been wronged. But when I start out in the word, I am reminded to practice forgiveness, which makes me lighter and gives me more peace. I start with ordering your inner self in my course because it is foundational to everything else working out in the home. Week two is self-care, which of course is probably, I don't know, they're they're all my favorite weeks. I can't say that one is my favorite, but self-care is fun. We're talking taking care of the body um, inside and exercising and what that looks like for me personally and supplementation and everything I do for myself for self-care. Self-care as a mama is important. I am all about it. I mean, I am a blonde and only the Lord knows if I'm actually a blonde anymore because I've been having my hair highlighted for so many years. I mean, honestly, I know that I um, am not as blonde as I that my hairdresser makes me. And that is part of my self-care routine that I enjoy, but there's so much more to it. But my husband understands and I'm so thankful that he understands and I understand that if I don't take care of myself, my body, I will get grumpy. I will feel neglected. I will struggle with confidence. So taking care of your body is important. And I break down in five videos over week two, what my self-care looks like and how I've done it um, over the years. I mean, with 11 kids and homeschooling, it's like there's not a lot of time to do things in big chunks. (laughs) You know, like no mom with 11 kids or several kids runs marathons because of the amount of time it takes to train for that, right? So same with self-care habits. Everything that I do needs to be pretty contained, not long. Like I'm not gonna do 10 steps on my face. It's just two three max and I'm good. Week three is decluttering the home decluttering our home. Wow. Has been life changing. (laughs) And anyone who has lived in clutter and then has not has lived in a clutter free home knows the difference. I mean, to have visual peace in the rooms, to walk in a room and it not to be overstuffed brings just a sense of Ah, you know, just a big sigh. This is good. I'm not overwhelmed by needing to rearrange or move or box or clean. So week three, I break down in um, five videos. We go from room to room and talk about what you actually need and what you possibly need in each room. 
and how to store it and how to keep it so that you can have visual peace in your home. And that will honestly help to bring order and joy because when there's visual chaos with piles and corners and things sticking out from under the bed and in the closet, I mean, you just have this mental to-do list in the back of your head that's always looming and kind of steals joy. Decluttering your home is important and it will um, be a blessing to your entire family. And week four is design the life you want by building routines for you and your family. I love this this last one. It's, it's routines that build relationships. And once your self-care is in order and your home is decluttered and you're taking care of your inner self, these routines, and I mean like routines that you can stop and pause and have tea time or you're having family huddle as we find it, just times of gathering and stopping and um, having conversations eye to eye where you're not worried about a lot of other things, build a strong family culture. I'm going to give you my, what we do. And then of course you will build your own family culture with your own routines from what I show you. So that is my four week. That is kind of what's in my four week happy household one-on-one course. It is, it touches the surface of everything um, just to get you started so that you can continue your personal development. It's my opinion that these four steps have to be done and almost in that order in order to continue to grow in maturity and personally develop, which I love personal development. I think it's fun to do hard things and to be stretched and, um, to try to become better. And so that's what my course is about, building a strong family culture through these four different steps. The videos are around 10 minutes each, each day. And there are downloads and a few worksheets and action steps and lists for you to click on. So I walk you and then you're welcome to, um, of course, you, you've got me to, to ask questions to, you, you know how to contact me, Terry at terrybonnen.com or on Instagram. I would love to walk with you on your journey once you get um, into my course. So I am running a back to school special right now and you'll have to click the link to see what it is, but I hope that this blesses you and gives you some ideas on how you can bring peace and order into your home as a mom because you are you're up for the task. It's not overwhelming. Don't believe that negative mom culture that it's too hard. You've got this. You were made for this. You can do this. Hard work is good for the soul. Your daughters will want to grow up and be just like you as they see you do hard things and press into being wholehearted at home for your family. Have a blessed day. I'm loving. Okay, I have been reading eschatology books. What is eschatology? It is simply the study of end times. And it can seem a little bit confusing when you read the book of Revelation. Everything is seems allegorical. But John was describing scenes he did not have vocabulary for since he was transported into the future. Really interesting. I'm enjoying it because it has been an interest of my husband's for a long time and I always just sit and listen to the conversations and never engage because I haven't done my own reading and study. So I have been enjoying learning for myself what some of the signs of the end times are and what we can expect because we have the end of the story written in revelations and so we should know it for ourselves i am taking responsibility for my own knowledge concerning 
these signs of the end times. And it's interesting. It's stretching. It's challenging. It's encouraging. It's exciting. And I highly recommend it. Thank you for joining me, my friend, and meet me back here next week in this space. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Terry Bonin on Instagram. I'm Terry Bonin on Facebook and oh, Terry Bonin on Spotify. <laughs> I happen to be me everywhere I go, and that's a good thing. <laughs>